thanks for joining me this week to have a little mental exploration into the subject of change. How do you feel about change? Are you someone who gets a little nervous when change happens, when the unexpected presents itself? Or do you thrive in the unexpected? Do you embrace change? Do you crave those spontaneous experiences? I'd love to hear what you think. Listen in, be sure to share your thoughts. If you enjoy this show, pass it on and share with a friend. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you with me this week for another episode of Happified. And this week, I really want to take a look at change, which every time I say it and think about what I want to discuss about it, the David Bowie song comes back into my mind. So I'm going to plant that little earworm with you. And today we're going to dig into what it's about, why some people seem to thrive and change, embrace change, really live the spontaneous and creatively inspired life, and why some people really seem to struggle to resist or avoid change as much as possible. What is it about these two very different reactions, the way that people approach it, and is it possible to start moving yourself from one perspective to another? And is it in fact beneficial? So let's take a look at how change impacts you and the way you move through life. I kind of look at a lot of things as being on a spectrum. And um, some people are very black and white, very cut or dried, yes or no, change is good or bad kind of people. And I dance around in the middle of the spectrum. Um, And I have through my life been one, as I look back, very easily can see that I kind of embrace change. I, I in fact, have sometimes run headlong into it whether um, well-planned and designed or not, if change can be designed, um, I've definitely thrown myself into a lot of change in my own life. And I know a lot of people really will do just about anything to avoid it, to keep things humming along as they are, whether or not they're actually benefiting them, whether or not things are actually bringing you joy in the way that they are. Sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Am I right? I'm sure you've heard that one before. So where do you fall on the spectrum? Maybe you're at one end or the other. Maybe you're like me, you're in the middle. Maybe as we discussed recently, um, taking a look at how people respond to stress Fundamentally, according to research, people tend to find stress either debilitating or enhancing. You can take a look back on that episode, whether uh, stress is the enemy or not. Um, Do you embrace change? Do you resist and avoid allowing change? Um, And where do you fall in the people and the that you hang out with? Do you tend to surround yourself with people who are open to change? Or do you find that you spend time with a lot of people who uh, make themselves comfortable with the way things are? 
whether, as I mentioned earlier, they, those things are really beneficial or simply comfortable and therefore feel safe. So I feel like um, people tend to, you know, we fluctuate, we're never locked into one point of view or the other. And I think even if you do resonate as someone who, as I do, embrace change and love things evolving and the curiosity, the exploration of what is going to come next, or people who struggle to feel like they're in control of a situation, of their life in relationships, they're really searching, I believe, for that comfort, the security of knowing what is going to happen, of feeling like they know exactly what to expect, where life is going to lead them, feeling like they have a plan to draw on that is unfolding in front of them. And again, there are so many different types of people, right? Um, but there are people who know from a very early age what they want, who they want to be when they grow up, what they want that picture to look like, and they're very clear on that course to create that life. And some people, like myself, always struggled with that question, what do you want to be when you grow up? When they sit down with a piece of paper or a vision board to create a five-year plan, they're just swimming in the soup. I have trouble creating a one-year plan, especially this year. Although it's been a wonderful year in the way that it has unfolded, I just celebrated my 46th birthday and have been taking some time to reflect on where I am and where I'm heading. And I, I'm in the soup in that. What exactly do I want to create? Where exactly am I moving myself towards? Because I'm open to the opportunities that come to me, the experiences that I don't even know I'm calling in, which can be exhilarating and very rewarding and stimulating, obviously. But according to some people who are super clear on a path and a plan, that might feel like there's not a lot of linear growth and progress. But in the breadth of experience, in reveling in these opportunities and letting things unfold and really enjoying the ride, sometimes it's hard to be someone who is a little more change averse. And I do believe in just about all things, I'll think if I can come up any excuses to the, to the counterpoint, but in all things moderation, right? Living the way that I have lived my life, um, might not be rewarding for some people. Some people might look at where I am in my life and what I've accomplished and say, well, that sounds fun, but what do you have to show for it? Well, my storybook is wide and varied and I feel like I have great things to show for it. But from the age of 20 to 30, I lived in five different states. And it's been a little bit back, but going home for my 20th high school reunion, I was one of a very small number of students from my very small town school district in central Illinois who actually left that region. And now as I look, I see many of my friends whose children are graduating from high school in our same school district which is fantastic. I love to see Olympia's football field and that funny old water tower out in the middle of the cornfields. And I have let my life lead me pretty far astray for a long time from those years from 20 to 30, when I was wrapping up a job 
in one of the theaters that I worked in, or if I was in a romantic relationship that wasn't serving me, I would flip open the pages of backstage because yes, job listings used to come in print and I would find the job or the city that held the most appeal. I'd have an interview and I would start planning my road trip onto the next city, onto the next adventure. And as I mentioned, it's been very rewarding and gratifying. I have many, many friends in many different places that, um, that I love to think about the times and the adventures that we shared together. But as I said, some people might feel that that lack of linear growth and progress didn't lead them to a life that they desired. So I'd love to know where you fall on the spectrum. If you're checking out the podcast on my website, happifiedlife.com, please feel free to share a comment there on the post. If you're catching the YouTube video, share a comment right here and let's engage in the conversation because it takes all kinds. I really think we get to color with all of the colors in the spectrum when we surround ourselves with all kinds of people. So during that time in my life, I certainly was surrounded by other people, especially in the theater world who were more open and welcoming to change. And now as I've been more stationary, as I've been settling into the work that I do, letting the city outlast the career and the relationships and putting down roots, so to speak, I have a more diverse set of friends. I have more people who are very content and happy with the course that they chose to set themselves out upon on life and are in that space. But if perhaps you are one of these change averse people and you're curious, you wonder what could be the benefits, how could you begin to shift yourself? You don't have to step all the way to the end of the other end of the spectrum, but how could you open yourself up to change? Because this might feel like a pretty foreign thing to celebrate. Let's take a look at that. Let's see what could be the benefits and what are some ways in which you can start to feel more comfortable with change. Think about in your own life, perhaps you can call back on your own experiences. When did change that you might have been dreading, that you might have initially resisted, when did that unexpected situation or opportunity really pay off? When was that unexpected shift a real win how did it move you forward think about how you responded to it it might be almost a reflexive reaction Ooh, change that's not what i thought for myself i'm going to dig in my heels i'm going to resist this change let me see what i can do to keep things as i thought they would be on the course within my control and sometimes life has other plans what are some of those situations in which you went through a change, you had an unexpected turn of events, and it really paid off. Think about some of those. Again, uh, I'd love for you to share your comments, um, maybe just to reassure people that sometimes the biggest, most overwhelming change can lead to some of the biggest rewards. And how in that situation, what came together, what unexpected support did you have? Maybe the universe had your back. Maybe you felt God's hand in guiding you along. Maybe you just called on your angels and you felt like they brought these synchronistic events together to help you move forward. But think about how sometimes in navigating change, we have support from directions, places, people that we never would have expected. In fact, that even before we never knew were there. 
And how have those become a part of your life? How have those people or situations become part of your story? See, when we find this evidence that change isn't overwhelming, that change does not have to be a setback, that just because something is not according to plan means that something is wrong, then we can start to turn down that alarm bell. We can start to ease those triggers that when something feels out of control, when an event is changing and unfolding outside of our domain, that there's potential there, that we can see evidence in our history that it has all worked out before and that it's all gonna work out again. I'd like to ask too, what if, um, if we're in this realm of possibility, how can you see that change can be good? If you were protected, cared for, you were secure in your life, in your situation, let yourself imagine, let your mind wander over things that you would change. What would you shift if you had that power to make shift happen? What would you create? How would you want to move through life if change had no consequence? Would you love to be more carefree? Would you love these spontaneous opportunities and solutions to come to you? Is it perhaps something that you've been wishing you could make feel more comfortable to you, this embracing of change rather than feeling very uneasy and uncertain and nervous when life becomes unexpected and unknown? How would you move through life if you could be a person that is flexible and responsive and embracing change? How would you show up in your work? What would you ask for in your work? Maybe more of what you deserve for the work that you do. What would you do in your precious free time? Instead of letting the must-dos and the to-do list consume all of this time that we finally grant ourselves around the edges of work and hopefully a good healthy amount of sleep and showing up to serve and support the people that we love in our lives, what would you do if your free time was actually your own? Or if you could embody any kind of energy and attitude in the work that you do day to day? What chances could you take if you could imagine that you would not fail? And here's a question. Why do we have to imagine that failure doesn't have to be an option in order to give ourselves permission to take these chances? What if we start to entertain the notion that, um, that our ego bruise can be easily recovered, that a setback from a failure can be overcome. What if taking those chances, welcoming change, being open to a new path might lead you to fail bigger, but it would certainly lead you to grow faster, to learn more, and to have more of these synchronistic opportunities solutions, recoveries come to you. You know, resilience is not always an inherited trait. 
for some people resilience comes naturally but for most of us resilience is a skill it's a muscle that we develop as we move through life and we meet these setbacks we suffer failures we experience change that is uncomfortable that does not lead us to where we want to go but with that resilience we have more confidence in our ability to thrive and survive so how can we reframe that concern the warning bells when we fear failure when we are nervous that change means things are not going to go our way and i recognize as i've been creating and sharing resources and solutions and working with people that knowing is different than doing especially for myself immersing myself in research and thought leaders in positive psychology and in this space in habit change i've learned a lot and i have to take a very clear objective look at how much do i do how much do i embody and move forward with this insight how do we move from knowing that change doesn't have to be bad into being more comfortable with it into perhaps finding ways to welcome it. How do we start to get comfortable living at the edge of our comfort zone? Have you ever thought about that? The place where we're comfortable and the places where we can grow into anything we haven't done before, anything that isn't part of our nature feels uncomfortable. But as we keep stepping into it, as we keep pressing those boundaries and maybe inviting the potential of failure now and then to take chances, we expand that comfort zone we learn that we're going to survive that things are going to work out and that we can keep taking steps toward the edge of that comfort zone keep exploring keep experimenting and keep growing and so thinking about that thinking about ways that you can start to dance at that edge of the comfort zone think about people in your life who you know because everyone does respond differently to the way that life happens to us and moves through us. Who in your life might be someone who seems to thrive in change, who seems to welcome the spontaneous and the opportunities? And in situations where you might meet with some frustration, some restriction, I don't like that change, that's not what I had in mind, perhaps find an opportunity there to get curious, to ask yourself, how would my friend be responding to this? To take that moment to come out of that reaction mode, to consider the response and not to fake it till you make it, not to respond like someone else would because perhaps they might do better. That's not it at all, but just to entertain the possibility that if you're First initial, your first response doesn't have to be the best one, that another response can work as well. Start trying it on for size. Start to play a little game of what if when it comes to change. A lot of things in the way that we see and view and move through life really come down to perspective. Definitely has a huge aspect in the way that we recognize and respond to the stress that shows up in our life every day and um, perspective can be powerful when we get curious as i just mentioned wondering how other people might respond to the same instance but also asking ourselves 
or considering if we're operating with a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. Again, this is a pretty fundamental kind of perspective. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. We can kind of be in the middle of this spectrum. But when do you meet a change, a situation with a fixed mindset? Do you tend to see only the potential problems and pitfalls? I love to call my husband a ruminator. He's definitely playing it safe by scouting out all points of concern, potential issues. And once you've scouted that all out, you have the lay of the land, you are armed and ready for whatever might come up. I encourage you to move beyond that, to start looking for the potential. One practice is called thought balancing, where you let yourself have that list of concerns, of worries, of what could go wrong, even write down that worst case scenario, and then think about what can go right. And this can take some practice. Again, we get to train our brain to not work in those same patterns that it already has. So what can go right? What potentials are in this situation? Get creative, think outside the box, get really extreme, keep it super small, but bring yourself around to that list as well. So you're not only dwelling on what could go wrong, on what you need to brace yourself for, but start thinking about what could go right. Because then from those lists, you can come to center. You can have that perspective and say, okay, what's the most likely outcome? What is the most likely scenario that can move forward from this. And we're not trying to stuff the concerns. We're not trying to close the door on our natural stress response, which is to protect ourselves, which is to be prepared. What we're doing is we're expanding our response to have a more balanced perspective. And as we do this practice, again, we're moving out of reaction and into response. And as we move forward, we get to recognize that it tends to be true that the outcome tends to be in the middle of the spectrum. We do not always only experience the worst case scenario. And so as we open our perspective as to what is possible, we can also begin to build on the experiences that good things can happen, that we find that the truth bears out, that maybe the universe does have our back and that change doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Train yourself to follow those resistances, those, you know, putting on the brakes, those issues that come up initially with potential, with the possibility, with the resources that you have at hand and the resources that could be available to you that you didn't even know to call on yet, to look for yet, to add to your toolkit. So I'd love to hear from you. Again, you can leave a comment on happifiedlife.com for this episode. You can leave a comment on the YouTube video if you are watching this episode. Where do you think you fall right now? Um, do you embrace change? Are you one who wishes you had control of the situation so that you don't get any unexpected results? You know, uh, change is not always your friend. Um, and is it possible, do you feel, to start to change your perspective, to open that up? Where would you like to shift yourself towards? Is there someone in your life who exemplifies someone who embraces change, who lives with that spirit of adventure? And, um, or if you're in your own life, you could create a change. What would that change be? 
I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know. Um, you're always welcome to join the conversation too over in Facebook in my group there, Live With Less Stress. And um, if you still feel you dread change, you need a little bit of help to believe that the best things could be on their way to you, that unexpected um, changes in the storyline could lead to some of the best plot twists, I invite you over on Happified Life to check out the Start Off Happy button. That is going to take you over to the page where you can check out the power of positive prime. You've probably heard me talk about that on the show. It's my favorite way to put a positive perspective on the morning and it carries you through your day. And in just three minutes, you can prime your mind with positive perspectives, affirmations, images that you can add to your own library of your highest moments, your achievements, and really be training your brain to expect better things to write the good things into your story so we can all navigate change with more ease and grace and see the real juicy stuff that life is waiting to serve up. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Wishing you a marvelous day and I will see you back here real soon. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.